Welcome, listeners, to the Achieving Failure podcast, a show about the stories of life and reflectively approaching middle age with all the whimsy, sarcasm, and humor that comes from a lifetime of watching dreams die. Join us each week as we explore the past for all its near successes and lunch stumbling into the present. Welcome to Achieving Failure. You too can almost be somebody. This week, our hosts, Chris and Mike, talk about the crazy adventures in the Florida Keys. All right, we're up and running. So, as my first guest, I have my producer, because apparently it's kind of a rarity, but hey, you know what? What better yet? What better person to get to know me and get to get you to know than Mike over here? But the whole reason I got my, uh, my friend Mike on here was because this kind of was a byproduct of me visiting Florida recently. I went down to go uh, see my friend Jose, who I haven't seen him in about 10, 12 years. And we wound up going down to, well, he, it was his birthday. We wound up meeting up in Miami, hopped in a car, drove down to Key West, Florida, which I've never been before. And my God, it smelled like just burning sulfur down there, which apparently Mike can fill me in on. But it just by happened to be Mike my friend Mike was also in the Florida Keys. He was stationed there and he was been there for about four years. His tour was about to finally end. He was about to move to San Diego. And honestly, over the couple of years, we kind of had not so much a falling out, but just more of a distant relationship where we knew each other since birth and we, we lost touch. We lost touch. We lost touch and then there were other topics. There were other reasons why he and I didn't talk more kind of he reminded me of his brother, his twin brother, which unfortunately sometimes his his twin brother, you have to kind of take him in micro doses. So unfortunately, it was kind of the back and forth. I really don't want to see him, but I was kind of guilted into it. And it wound up being I had an absolute fucking blast. I actually had so much fun with hanging out with Mike that when I got home, I pretty much ordered another set of plane tickets like for a month later to just come visit him again. So it wound up being... Yeah, it, was, it was a quick turn. It yeah. really was. I mean, you were leaving in a couple of weeks. So I was like, you know what? I had so much fun. This is going to be one of those it's either shit or get off the pot kind of things. So luckily I went back and what wound up happening was because I had so much fun and this was kind of one of those I've always wanted to make movies I always wanted to tell stories and just the way life is never got the opportunity so what happened was actually hanging out with Mike me and him kind of put our brains together and I I, I mentioned to him I said dude it would be kind of cool I mean maybe a little cliche but it'd be kind of cool to take my video and a directing experience and maybe just make a podcast about stories of life. I always wanted to do it. Everybody always said you should make a skit, you should make a TV show. But with today's in uh, today's day and age, just everything is busy, everything is crazy and sometimes a podcast is just a little bit easier. So I kind of bounced the ideas off Mike and then again after our adventures, especially in Florida, just the first night I got to hang out with him. It was kind of like when we left when I left the first time, I looked at him and I said, "Dude, we got to do this fucking podcast. This is this is absolutely insane." <laughs> so uh, that's much, you know, our experience the entire time that we've known each other is it goes off the rails. It goes crazy real fast, and it, it can make for some pretty good stories. So it wound up being that Key West is actually super fun. A lot is a really cool area, but the, the, what I mentioned before that I just wanted to establish. Key West is not like Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Still beautiful in its own way, 
but like I mentioned, that smell, my God, that burning sulfur smell. That they mentioned somebody, one of the locals mentioned it, but but you actually knew kind of a scientific term also. What was that called? Because dude, that was I, I literally couldn't stay. It smelled like rotten eggs. So, it was horrible. Yeah. So re really, what it is is a cold undercurrent. So because there's no cold undercurrent that refreshes the water, uh, the water temperature rises really quick, especially in the summer when it's very hot, and it causes algae to bloom and then die off. So you have a massive algae die off, and it gives off the smell of basically sulfur. Yeah, because we were in Fort Lauderdale, uh, Miami, and everything like that, and I said, this is beautiful. And then as soon as we started crossing the chain of islands, I said, oh, my God. Besides the smell, when I finally got up to meet up with Mike, uh, again, I was a little hesitant, but I felt more obligated because the rest of the family said, if you do not see Mike, he's, he's going to bitch about it this whole time. So... What? Where did we wind up going? Funny because I wasn't, I wasn't providing any of that pressure. I didn't even know you were coming down until evidently you'd been pressured to the point where you're like, you're going to go see Mike. Yeah, it was kind of like, surprise, I'm here. So uh, I remember we wound up at a couple different places, but where was one of the first places? Because it's kind of like everything is a blur at this point because we drank so much. I know we went to – where was one of the first places we went? We wound up at the yes. strip club. I think we started at Tattoos and Stars. Okay, so we wound up going to Tattoos and Stars. It's actually a really cool place. I was kind of like a little biker bar, and we wound up playing pool. <laughs> I beat myself. I lost, but you didn't win. <laughs> so we wound up just doing the other, uh, just, to, just more or less the, just the usual bar hopping from place to place. We did kind of go to a video-themed bar, which is actually really, really cool. They had a bunch of old classic arcade games. They had board games. They had all types of crazy shit. They had amazing beer. We wound up going back to that. Yeah, it's an awesome nerd bar. Uh, it's it's was initially called uh, Glitchcraft, but now it's called the Retro, uh, the retro Room. And it's got all the memorabilia, and it's got posters from old movies, and it's got all kinds of, like, you know, toy action figures and stuff, all these, like, almost antiques at this point, but really, like, the collectibles. Yeah, of old movie stars and stuff like that. But I want to say, I, I think the highlight, and sorry that this is kind of a jump-off point for the first episode, but I want to say the highlight of our night was the strip club, which uh, apparently you, Mike, are very well-known at this place. I, I was well-regarded. I was respected there. People knew me. This is one of those places I've never really been to a dive strip club to where if the bouncers and staff all wore top hats, they would all tip him a do. It was just like I kind of go walk in <laughs> and I go, how much money have you spent at this place that you are literally on a first-name basis? Like, not oh with hey, everybody the, the, like not oh hey the bouncer knows you everybody i mean it's <laughs> it's just how much money did you spend that not only everybody knows your name but the bartender already has your drink made by the time you even by the time your foot touches the bar stool boom drink right yeah, in front of you by the, by the time i sat down the drink was already waiting for me i know <laughs> so i was having fun and it was kind of a stupid it was uh, some people say it was stupid i say you know what i'm going to have one fun night and if i came back and i did it again then yes it'd be stupid but i spent how oh my god dude i don't even want to say how much did i spend i spent like something like $2000 in one night it was it was nearly 2 grand yeah yeah and that wasn't even including that was i think 175 of that was just for drinks the rest was oh, just easily, like uh, easily the rest was 
Well, that was the that was the wild and crazy thing. Well, like you we were, were everybody's you were everybody's favorite. Yeah, we were drinking with strippers. We we're drinking with everybody, and we got bottles. Of, I got a bottle. Well, I got a bottle of champagne, but it was at the end. Well, of the I night, mean, I, I had half a glass of champagne of that bottle until you smashed the shit out of the glass. Yeah. So what wound up happening was the entire night he goes, "Don't go in a champagne room. Don't go in a champagne room. Don't go in a champagne don't, room. Don't spend that money." <laughs> he, uh, what's the, what, what does he do? He spins around on the bar stool, collapses hands, and Chris disappears into the champagne room. Oh, uh, it was like a, it was like a bit of horror magic. I turn around and it was like fucking poof, you were gone. So what wound up happening was I met this one stripper, and of course, of all the girls in this place, this is the one who speaks zero English, but she's got her sister with her who does speak English. <laughs> it also wound up being that, well, they were kind of a tag team, so what you would normally pay for one, well, now you got to pay for two. However, that was kind of a unexpected treat because uh it's it's, it's, a, it's a very good place it was it, they the, did very adult oriented themes on top of me while i'm literally sucking champagne out of a bottle and it was probably one of the most insane experiences i've got to see or do or be a part of as yeah you uh you were occupied for quite a while yeah uh, it was it was several hours it was it, i think we wound up cl- i think we wound up actually closing that place but we did as as <laughs> we enter- closed the strip club. as entertaining as it would be to have two strippers on either side of you doing inappropriate things to each other on top of you while drinking champagne. The highlight of the night was definitely me walking out, you going, where the fuck did you just go? And I said, here's some champagne, bro. Giving you a glass, pouring champagne, and then turning around again by the... By the scope of pure magic, I do my twirl now, and I come back, and the bottle is completely, I mean, the, the, the glass that Mike had in his hand is completely shattered, and he's covered in champagne, and I'm sitting there completely befuddled going, dude, what the fuck did you just do? I just gave you champagne. How did you already spill it on yourself? And I'm literally like, really, that, that's what you think happened? That's exactly, that, that, that's, exa- mind, I, that's how that went. <laughs> I, that's exactly how it went in my mind. I said, cheers, bro. Here's some champagne. Turn around to cheers the other girls. Come back. And the, uh, the, the, the stem, the stem of the champagne glass was broken, shattered on the ground. He still had the upper half kind of filled with champagne, but the majority of the champagne was covered on him. And I hadn't moved. <laughs> And yeah, and I still had I still I just had this dumbfounded quasi pissed off look. I was just like, <laughs> "Fucking really?" <laughs> not only do I tell you not to go to the champagne room, you come out. Hey, Mike, here's some champagne. Where the fuck have you been? Oh, okay, I get it. Smash, dude. What happened to the champagne I just poured you? Really? <laughs> so what wound up happening? What did I wind up doing? Because the next day you told me, and you had me hysterically laughing. You would, as you were spinning around to go and toast the ladies, you had elbowed the glass in my hand, <laughs> shattered half the glass and the stem all over the ground, covering me in champagne, and then looked back at me like I looked back at me like I was the asshole. Yeah, I was like, just, <laughs> and then from there I got pissed. I said, you know what? No more champagne for you. You can't be trusted. <laughs> Which I was fine with because I went back to the drink that was on the bar. Uh, and then we went to the after, 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 after hours club, 
Yeah, which was that was actually a crazy experience. So he knows the actual place. He knows his location. But he goes, I know of an after party. And I was like, well, obviously, after you after you tip your after you tip your new stripper girlfriend who is madly in love with you. Uh, and that's obviously when you close a strip club at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is the, you just met the love of your life and now you have to leave. And she goes, Oh baby, would I see you again? I said, I'm coming back to see you <laughs> because you know, Oh, don't, don't come back to see your cousin come back to see the stripper. Duh. So what wound <laughs> up happening was I've been to warehouse parties. I've been to raves in like uh different places but this one kind of threw me off because mike goes i know of a cool place I said okay and we go to kind of this parking lot that had a chain link fence with a chain across it and he just crawls under it was just wide enough that you could kind of like it wasn't like closed closed but it was "Quote unquote closed with the chain link fence that you it, would have it, to. It's, it's a closed parking lot. Yeah, yeah. you had to cl- you had to go through the chain link fence. You had to go under the chain between the two fences. And I go, this is it. He goes, this is it. And we walk up, and just like your your stereotypical shady club movie, you walk up, and there's a doorway, and there's just a solo guy standing outside, and he goes, uh, I don't know, remember what it was, ten bucks each, something like that. And I go, what the fuck? And you're just like, nah, it's cool, don't worry. So we give him the money, and we go inside, and inside, it was just this massive party. And I go, dude, what the what the fuck did you just bring me to? <laughs> I, I told you, man, every city I've ever been in, I, I find all the spots. I know where to go. I know where to hang out and who to talk to to get into the right places. Like, I find the after-after places that you know you have to be on the inside to know (laughs) and it was actually pretty cool because the way i guess the best way i could describe it is not so much as a warehouse but it was a pretty i mean it was a pretty decent sized place for an after party but it kind of reminded if uh, anybody's seen the movie blade the intro to the movie blade where they're all having that rave except there was not a lot of vampires and not a lot of blood just more DJs and drinking is the best way I can put it, but it was pretty wild, pretty out of place. But next thing I know, what was kind of cool about (laughs) what was kind of cool about this place is I'm minding my own business, just getting drunk, and some random comes by and slaps me on the ass. I go, who the who the fuck just slapped me on my? It was my stripper girlfriend. This well, you were everybody's favorite. Yeah, it just so turns out that this after place also happens to be where all of the strippers and bartenders go after they get off a shift. <laughs> so she just wound up happy to be there, and then this, what did this scandalous bitch do? Waves, blows me a kiss, and then just poof, just like the magic that we've been doing all night, just poof, into the crowd, never to be seen again. Now, I mean, at that point, it's also worth noting that there had been so much alcohol flowing pretty much the whole day it could just have been chris's rolling brownout at that point that she just disappeared probably stood still right in front of him i mean it won't be the first time i've been rejected by a girl within three words dude that last time when we went to the 19th hole in jersey i to this day don't know what you said but you walked over said three words and like the expression changed so quickly from somebody having a good time to now being pissed off, like, take your friend and go. Yeah, to wrap up this episode, we wound up drinking all night. It was one of those drinking drinks you shouldn't be drinking. Like, 
the bartender was like, you're really going to drink that? Mixing like and matching all kinds of stuff. You really want to drink a Four Horsemen with a rum and coke and then a pina colada? And we said, mm-hmm. So. I don't know what this wee shit is. That was all you. So we wound up going to this bar and across across the bar there was a super cute brunette chick and they were kind of eating pizza and it was just the, the usual like we were young kids making little like we're all all three like all three yeah, of we us were, like, were making we're all stupid kids making like silly kissy smiley faces at the girls across the bar and then finally she was real pretty too and a girl kind of like kind of like gives me that motion of like hey come on over like come join us for pizza would you like some pizza so i buy her a drink real quick and it really was like if you just kept, if you it just but it was it, it was one of those if you just kept going and stayed that path that you were going on you would have gotten laid immediately but i walked over and i said three <laughs> words and I went from guaranteed laid to I probably have a restraining order. Yeah, you're definitely going to get like a written warning kind of a thing. <laughs> and the funniest thing was I was too bl- – I was borderline blacked out drunk to remember what I said. And I was too far away from my uh, from Mike and his brother Tim for them to overhear what I said. But they heard – for me to do anything about it to recover you. But they heard what she said. And it was like he mentioned something along the line of get your friend the fuck out of my face and get the fuck out of this bar. <laughs> they heard that. It was very they much. It. It was very much. They, they, they heard that. To you need to leave real yeah. quick. <laughs> they, they understood that real quick. You are a genius, my man. You are one hell of a wingman and party never stops when you're around. You are a force of chaos in the universe. I am one of those, you guys, the, the, uh, everybody has kind of said it perfectly, is I am the yodeler on The Price is Right. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going up that mountain, steady, 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 and then, boop, there I go. It's just done. Just I black out and I go on autopilot. It's just. Yeah, it's true. You, you are pretty much like you are solid, you're solid, you're solid until you're not. You don't have a <laughs> ramp up. It's like you are like kingpin uh, fuck about all night. And then as soon as you just tip that edge, it just comes crashing down. Luckily for our listeners, we have a lot. Well, luckily for them, unfortunately for me, since I had to live through it, we have plenty of drinking stories. So, hey, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. But, Mike, thanks for joining me. Everyone, thanks for listening. Hope to catch you next week. Anyways, guys, as we wrap up this episode, what we're uh, we're doing is we're going to start linking everything. We're going to try to start linking some highlight clips, some social media. But in the meantime, we have an email account. Right now, it's aflvpodcast at gmail.com. That's AF for Achieving Failure, LV, Las Vegas, podcast at gmail.com. It would have been shorter, but somebody's already taken AF podcast. So, but appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, give us give us love, give us hate. We got to figure out what we're doing. We're this is the first episode. This is our jumping off point, and it only goes downhill from here. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. See you guys next week. Hey everyone, Chris here. Thank you so much for Mike, Joey, and I for tuning in to this week's episode of Achieving Failure. Even though it's our first of many, we hope you enjoyed our adventure. We'd also love to hear from you. Join us on Instagram and Twitter to give us your feedback. Links will be in the description. And if you have a life story you want to share with us, shoot us an email at aflvpodcast at gmail.com. That's AF, Achieving Failure, LV, Las Vegas, podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much once again, and see you all next week.